Welcome everybody to another edition of Sock Talk. It's officially week one of the Premier League and we are excited. Whoop whoop. Welcome to Sock Talk with Stove and Wally. I'm Stove, he's Wally. That's Introduce me. yourself, Wally. You know, I'm not gonna even bother this week. Alrighty then. I didn't even get to interrupt you. I know. You, you I know. cut it so short. Very well, that's fine. So week one of the Premier League. Wally, are you excited? You know, I've been waiting uh, quite a while for this to come back. And uh, it didn't disappoint me, that's for sure. Yeah, it is nice it's back. And uh, especially here in Canada on the zone, it's uh, it's as accessible as ever. So that's uh, it's exciting times here uh, on mobile streaming. Oh, I, you pause the game, you go to the washroom, you know, you take a break, take a nap, and you come back to the game fully refreshed. It was, uh, it's great to have it on the zone, that's for sure. Plus all the games on demand. You could go back to uh you could go back to a previous game, a game that's already played, everything. Oh, exactly. You don't have to worry about recording it or anything. It's all there. Perfect. Yeah. Plus they do the highlight packages, which comes in handy for the for the, Le- the lesser, the lesser games. games. That's exactly what Is I was gonna say. Uh... The lesser games. <laughs> yeah. For those uh, clashes you're not too uh, interested in, I guess. So that's pretty cool. It really it makes the Premier League a lot more accessible than just uh that one team you would always watch or those two, three games you'd watch a weekend. Now you really got a full view of the Premier League, especially in those forty-minute highlight packages. Those are always fun too to, to bang out. I watched the, also like even they were showing like the goal show and they were doing quite like a quite a bit of analysis. Ian Wright was there. Uh, yeah, I watched. They had that. a couple other guys. Like it was pretty interesting, uh, and like usually you wouldn't tune into that uh, on TV or like on a stream as well. So. Uh, no, that's it. It's, it's, it's just a, it's just the accessibility. It's, yeah. it's, you're like okay, I might as well, you know. So yeah, it's uh so far it's been a hit on the zone. We're enjoying it. Um, so let's kick off uh, week one of the Premier League. I guess right where the Premier League season left off. So we have two super, super power teams, two juggernauts in Liverpool and Man City, who start the Premier League, just with a thrashing, of uh Norwich and uh, Man uh Norwich and West Ham West, West Ham, Ham respectively. Did you did you um did you think one team performed better than the other in terms of Liverpool and Man City or well it's kind of hard to say I mean I think both teams were I think it was week one for both teams like it looked like it but at the same time they're so strong that the score lines reflect their I you know their strength well I'll I'll get right into the Liverpool Norwich game then Um, I had watched that and I wasn't too impressed with Liverpool um I mean, they definitely took their chances going forward. There they was could the... have took even more, though. Yeah, but, I mean, the, they were a bit lucky to get the first two. The first was an own goal. Yeah. The second one was, you know, a bit of, quite a few bounces in the box. Um, I thought Norwich actually looked pretty good uh, going forward. They had a few chances. Stiepemann blasted them over the, you know, uh, over the net. Uh, so that was kind of disappointing. But uh, they were creating chances. They were getting through Liverpool quite easily, it seemed. Um, but obviously, Liverpool, you know, their class showed. And they pretty much, you know, uh, were much more clinical than, than uh, Norwich. And uh, 
they took them apart on a few occasions. But I just to say that Norwich, Norwich City looked quite impressive for a team uh, coming from the championship. Um, well, I mean, I think once you go down a goal and then two at Anfield, it's always going to be tough, especially against this Liverpool side. So, I mean, ask Barcelona how that went when they conceded one, then two, <laughs> then three, then four. So it starts to pile up and it gets to be too much. A uh, good showing by Norwich. Um, I mean, I always I always love those jerseys. Oh, they're, they're classy. classy. I, uh, I really like Norwich. I mean, best career mode I've ever done in my life was Norwich. Five seasons. <laughs> Neymar on the wing it was uh, oh yeah Champions League winners it was cool um, um, just I, I just to note uh, their fullbacks really impressive especially Jamal Lewis uh, the guy looks like a like a great prospect I think he's like 19 years old and he was uh, he was very well received last season and uh, he didn't look out of place at all uh, defensively going forward as well he's strong he's quick he's tall uh, he can pick a pass he can dribble um, just for England, uh, the the youth setup they they look quite good uh, at fullback. Uh, another notable player, uh, Buendia. He was playing in center mid, and uh, he assisted the goal actually. Uh, he looked pretty tidy. A nice little um, smart player in midfield. So I think I think Norwich will will uh, do well this this season, considering the scoreline. You know, from the first game, you think they stay up. I say I say they stay up uh, from the first game. They they look promising going forward. Defensively, obviously, it's a bit of a an adjustment to make from the championship to uh, to Premier to, League to, runner ups, yeah. to Champions League winners. Well, that's it. <laughs> I mean, a tough first game for Norwich. You can't take no too no much for money. sure. I mean, the scoreline is a bit harsh, but uh, obviously Liverpool started off on the right foot, so. Yeah, I mean, and I hope they stay up as well. I mean, I love a good trip to Cow Road, so... Uh, it's my favorite road, that's for sure. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more, Wally. So, uh, moving on to the other dominant force in the Premier League. Uh, we'll go to Man City. So, their trip to London, where they took on West Ham. Um, not sure what West Ham was doing, because they clearly didn't show up for this one. No, they were, uh, to say it politely, torn apart. Yeah. Um... Five nothing was the score. I mean, an interesting team though. West Ham, I have a good setup. I just feel like there's like so many random players everywhere. Like it's a good squad when you look at it on paper. I yeah. I mean, they they've got yeah they've got a Premier League winning coach. Um, They've got a very good team. I mean, Sebastian Haller came in from Frankfurt, and uh, you know he obviously needs a bit of adjustment, but he he looked. He looked like a good hold-up player, and he was. The thing is, he was dropping in so deep. Like he, I saw him pass the mid, uh, the midway line, and uh, that's not really where you want your striker to be. Uh, but obviously, you know, you're playing City, so. Uh, yeah, that's always going to be tough. Um, in terms of West Ham, who went out? I mean, Arnautovic is gone. He's gone to China. And. Andy uh, Carroll is also gone. Andy Carroll's gone. Lucas Perez is gone. Okay. Guys who wouldn't start, anyways. Yeah, but okay. But uh, they brought in uh, Pablo Fornals from Villarreal, who uh, is quite a quite a tricky player. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in the in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilshire actually played as well. You know he wasn't he wasn't injured, but he looked like he actually looked pretty horrible. Uh, oh yeah. His his passes were all off. His touches were 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 too 
they were too uh, he's always training so hard on Instagram and I'm just there like yeah. I appreciate it Jack but like you're gonna be injured in week three so yeah that's, <laughs> it's sad to say but uh, yeah that's unfortunate yeah. but uh, okay so uh, who scored in this game but that's uh, let's Ster- Sterling got a hat trick yes uh, starting off hot yeah starting off where he ended last year yeah. uh, Jesus got one Aguero got, uh, got another that's fine uh, penalty mind you well, he got very lucky on that penalty. I mean, yeah, uh, he had to he had to retake it. So those are the five goals, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they looked they looked, you know, uh, pretty much how they usually do. I think I think with this type of game, I think uh, that's enough in terms of the uh, the analysis. What I do want to get into because I mean the scoreline wasn't much of an interesting um, topic in itself, but the VAR implications is something that. Uh, could require some discussion. So, if we look at which VAR came first, the Sterling offside on the Jesus goal or the Aguero penalty? Oh, I believe it was the Sterling goal uh, okay. that came first. Yeah. So if we look at the Sterling goal, here's my problem with this with this VAR on the Sterling goal on the Jesus goal, the Sterling assist. They it goes in right. They call it back and they show this graphic on the screen of Sterling leaning forward, and they draw two lines. I believe it was red and blue or purple and red or something. They draw two perpendicular lines to the floor, the field. And then they say offside. Don't you mean parallel? No, no, no. Like they were going, they were vertical compared to the field. Sorry. They're parallel to the players. Anyways, they show me this, and the camera angle is not level with with the... players you know with the action so you're going with these lines and okay one line's ahead of the other i have no idea like i'm not sure what they're looking at i'm not I, sure what they're looking at I, they're, I obviously they're not asking me if it's accurate but like i would have no idea i was so confused i'm like okay you drew lines but i feel like i feel like i could draw some lines like in like you know like i can make an argument depending he on which angle you look at it it's going to be different i mean and are we really gonna do like ah? Uh, it's it's gonna when it's like that, like I don't know, like it's uh, already starting, is what it is. Uh, you know, fans celebrate and then oh, let's let's hold on a second. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. Thirty seconds go by. Let's check it out. You know, uh, this is gonna cause some problems going forward, and um, I, I'm not I too know. sure about it. Uh, Based off of this first uh, match week, like this is so close, and like when it's like that, like I I don't know, like luckily for this one, it didn't matter in terms of the scoreline, but it just I honestly I don't know how I feel about it. And then moving on to the Aguero penalty, I mean this one I feel even yeah. worse. <laughs> I mean I don't think this just should have been retaken. Why was it retaken again? His foot, uh, like his foot was off the line. No, uh, a defender came into the box after right before it was struck. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Wow. Like everyone does well, yeah. in every penalty ever. Yeah. Well. So, like, I understand they're going to be monitoring the goal line in the box now with VAR, but, like, I don't know. Like, everyone does this. doesn't mean it's right, but everyone does it. And then, not to mention, it's a shit penalty. The goalie makes the stop. And it wasn't even the defender that cleared it. Like, if the defender got there first, or if the defender knocks over Aguero and he can't score his rebound, or anything of that regard... I could say, like, okay, well, the defender interfered. The only thing he did was yeah. step in the box before Aguero took the shot and has no idea and that he wasn't, stepped in the box. he wasn't anywhere near the ball. That's my, that's my problem. I don't know if you remember last year, uh, Obama had a penalty 
against Spurs, and uh, Loris saved it. Yeah. And then Vertonghen, who was in the box when he took it, uh, he was the first one to clear the ball away. But he was like a foot in the box uh, as he struck the ball. And that wasn't retaken. So, like, you if see, it was something like that... There, it's more of an argument. Like, I think that in that case, it should be retaken. But in this case, like, I, you're just giving Aguero a second shot. And, I mean, I'm surprised he missed the first one. And he's not going to miss yeah. the second one. So And at that point, it was the fourth goal. So, I mean... It didn't have to be. I don't know. Yeah. I just. I didn't like. I thought it was. I thought it was very silly. I thought. But, um, but we're gonna see more and more of this, uh, especially with and as, like the new the new rule of the the goalkeeper line as well. Like the goalkeeper having a foot on the line before they have to before they take the penalty. That that's gonna depend on the on the referee. I think. I mean, one guy's gonna give it and the other guy's not. Uh, how could you? Well, I mean, you're not gonna check every time. That's how it. That's how it was in the past. One referee would give, it, but now I've never be, seen it in the past. But now the, they should be monitoring it every time. Now they should be looking at it every time. They did it in the women's World Cup. They called it a few times. Yeah, I think it's gonna be quite in, inconsistent. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see uh, how this develops going forward. But um, not a great weekend for VAR. That's for sure. Not starting off well. It's one of those things, like, I don't know if it can start off. I, I don't know if, sorry, not start off. I don't know if it could ever look good, you know? Because it could always, like... No, I think we'll just get used to it more. Cause I like I'm, the goal line technology. I, yeah. I, I like stuff oh, like that's, that. I'm all for that. But the the process of, uh, I don't know, dissecting every goal. And, and in terms of when you go, like, prior in the play, looking back, you know, for 30 seconds, it's like, my God. A lot could happen in 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean... Um... Anyways, it's something we'll have to we'll have to stay tuned to, and then also it could just be something we get used to. It could just be this shocking week one. I mean, they they had VAR in, in La Liga last year, and it, I watched quite a few games, and it seemed to work quite well. Uh, I think some slight alterations to to how they use it, but uh, I mean, I I think I think the fans didn't seem to mind too much last year, and the players as well. Uh, so I guess we'll just see uh, going forward in the Premier League. Um, well, that's it. All right, that's it for Man City. So moving on, uh, you want to cover Arsenal's trip to Newcastle? Well, just before that, actually, I'll just discuss a bit the Spurs Villa game, as that was the last game on the Saturday. Um, I was quite impressed by Villa's first half. Uh, I thought they were super compact, but also probably, I mean, Spurs just really didn't create much. Um, the little cars go in the compact spot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Harry Kane doesn't score. Oh wait, second half struck, so everything changed. Uh, as soon as Ndombele uh, got the equalizer, who I think, I think, uh, I think he played a, a very good game, and I still think he has so much more to give, considering it's his, it was his first game uh, of the season, pretty much. Didn't you find he looked so unimpressed with his goal? No, like he, he scored and he was all worried. He's yeah. like, all right, get the ball, let's go. Let's, let's just, let's just, come on, guys, let's pick it up. Yeah, I was, that was like impressed. I'm like, wow, I'm like, okay. Yeah, a very nice goal. Uh, but Villa's goal w- was well taken and like, obviously they didn't, uh, they didn't have possession, but uh, they, they played well defensively. But then second half, uh, just things fell apart and eventually Spurs picked up. Uh, they finally got some things right. Harry Kane scored in August. 
Uh, I think it's the first time that's happened. I loved Kane's goal uh, in this game. But they were so, so like so simple, so clinical. But it was so... like two passes in the net. It was so yeah. It was easy. watching a proper was, um, striker. I know it was goals. just like man, like he didn't even hit it very hard. He didn't have to. I know it was. Like, uh, I I watched those and even I'm like wow. I'm like okay. Credit to him. Some next level finishing, but yeah, I mean, it's just it was such a typical weekend too. Like, typical Spurs though, because that's what they did last year as well. They start off sluggish first half, second half, they they kind of pick up the pace and uh, and Pochettino gets them roaring, you know. But uh, what do you mean, like typical? Uh, like it, just in terms of like who like Sean on the week? Oh, sh- Sean, right. Shined. Sean. Sean. Sean is good. Who Sean? <laughs> is that is that good weekend? English? No, but like you know, you have Kane scoring a brace, Sterling with a hat trick. Salah had one or two, I forget. Definitely one. Um, then we had uh, we had Rashford score two in the game. We're gonna discuss. Salah had one, yeah. So Salah won. Rashford two. We got Obama Yang on the score sheet as well. It was such like a typical. Yeah. Yeah, I guess typical, uh, typical the, race. You know, it was like it was like continuation from the from the previous yeah, season. I thought every team kind of. Followed their their suit there, so that was that was pretty interesting. But uh, so that's it. Spurs got the victory. It's always gonna. It's never. It never looks easy for Spurs, but uh, somehow they manage. But more often than not, they do manage. So <laughs> interesting. I mean, we both picked them to finish third pretty comfortably. We, I mean, those top three were written uh, in ink fast. Written in the stars, baby. That's it. So uh, so that's it. So now. Um, We'll go back to uh, to Arsenal there. Uh, yep. So we already we started with a clean sheet and away from home as well. I mean... Can't ask for more than that, really. Um, could have asked for more goals. Yeah, I, I could have asked more. The, the game was actually like, you know... Uh, not, it was a typical not too, Newcastle game. Yeah, typical Newcastle. They, they struck the post. Um, they looked quite menacing going forward. Um, what I noticed is just... Uh, Almiron especially was like he was picking up the the ball in in and he just in, in deep him. positions, but like by the time he gets to halfway through like the opposition's half, he looks tired and like lost for ideas. He, it's because he's doing it over and over. That's again. it. Like he's just running with the ball. And they just, don't have the team that's no. set up in the other half, so he could pick up the ball in the final third and just go. He's taking the ball from his like from inside his half, and he's he's and he likes to run with it and then distribute. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he, it just looks like he's working so hard. Like, yeah, but too much, and like nobody's really helping him either. Yeah, um, I mean, they're gonna have to figure that out. I mean, clearly he's like he's a talent, like he's good, but like I you can't need to, do it all by himself. You need to have the support there to to work with him. You can and and the fact that they, they, he was playing more on the right side. Uh, so Monreal, who's you know an actual defenseman, uh, was kind of dealing with him much better than if he was playing on the left side. You had Maitland Niles, who's not a defenseman. I think he would have caused a lot more problems, and they didn't really address that the first or second half. He was pretty much going always on the right flank, uh, which he probably could have exposed him uh, going on the left side. Um, Arsenal um, things that I noticed: Reese Nelson. Uh, great work rate um, for a young kid coming back on loan. Uh, coming back from his loan spell. I liked his yellow card. It was very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, working hard. Joe Willock as well. Uh, it was great to see young English guys get games. Um, I was shocked. I saw the starting lineup for Arsenal. I, I know. Like, I thought, like, who are they playing? I thought that we had Chambers, Maitland Niles in defense, Reese Nelson, Joe Willock. 
um, you know, young English guys who, who you wouldn't think would get much of a game, especially uh, only maybe in the Europa League or Cup games. But it was it was very nice to see, and they looked um, they looked like they controlled the game well. But there was not much penetration. I mean, uh, they didn't really create many chances. Yeah. Mkhitaryan had you know typical game again where he gave the ball away so many times I can't even count and then he gave a beautiful ball to Aubameyang yeah. Aubameyang with his left foot he's one of those hit or miss it, yeah that's it like it's so within in- a game I know not even stretches like it's so inconsistent and he does it game after game where he's consistently inconsistent I, yeah it, it pretty much so um, if we just like if we move let's say to the goal Aubameyang's goal so you have oh yeah Mistake from, from Newcastle. Well, that's it. That's what I was going to get at. So we have the center back here looking to play the ball. It was Jamal Lascelles who gave the ball away. So, well, that's where I want to... That's In terms of the terminology, gave the ball away. That's what I want to debate. Because mm. he's playing the ball out wide to, the, to yeah. his left. Yeah. So you have the left back there. Yeah. Uh, and he's waiting. He's Well, left wing back. Yeah, it was Matt Ritchie, I believe. No, played. it wasn't Ritchie. It was... Uh, uh, Paul Dummett? I know there was, a, the two, there was they were playing a three, three at the back and then the or five at the back technically. It wasn't Richie, that's for sure. Richie's white, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm uh, wasn't sure, a white guy. I'm pretty sure this was a man of color. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the the gentleman's name. Well, whoever was playing on the left side, Maitland Niles just burnt you for pace. But that's that's what I'm getting at here. So, the center back plays the ball out wide, let's say to the left wing back, and he's waiting. And he's waiting, and he's waiting, and he's waiting. He could keep waiting. You know, I guess nobody taught him to go towards the ball, not wait for the ball to get to you. So that's where... But you see, so there you go. In your in your own statement, you debated yourself. So you blamed the the center back on the giveaway. Yes, but... And you blamed the left back on not going towards both, the ball. Both at fault. Oh, okay, so there we go. That, that's my point. Yeah, both at like, fault. Because it looks like a giveaway from the center back, but at the same time, like I'm looking at the left back and... I guess on the well, replay, it just looks so long. Yeah, the ball I guess there. I guess I can't really say gave the ball away, but the they're both at fault in this case. I would say, yeah. like, I don't know who's pointing the fingers at who in the dressing room after, but I think they're both like great. Uh, they're both at fault. Great anticipation by Maitland Niles. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had great drive. first touch, and he drove forward. But and just, again, so then, yeah. So the center back to give the ball away, he moves towards, he moves towards Niles, right? Yeah, to confront him a little bit. The other center back that has a ball, well, yeah. oh yeah, Fabian Shar, he's he under drifts towards where the place that that Lasalle was there. So pretty he much leaving him, he's leaving him all alone. Open, yeah, but there's no reason for him to do that. No, Stay I know. Stick, Yang, stick with you had, him. You you had your uh, center back partner go towards the ball. I anyways, it, it looked ridiculous on the replay. Like in live, you're just looking at it like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. On the replay, you're <laughs> I was like, here we go. Let's the get back up. Gives a like, uh, couldn't care less of a pass. The, the left back is not worried about receiving the ball. The other center back, two well, center backs center run backs. to the. Yeah. Well, They're playing through the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the left two center back and the three, center back yeah. both rushed the ball for no reason. It was such a weird. Pl- and then the right center back, if you're telling me in the back three, he was nowhere to be found. Well, that, that's Fabian Shar. He was playing right center back, Jamal Sells, and then Paul Dummett was the left center back. I'm, I'm trying to see who's on the wing then. Anyways. Maybe, well, in any case. It didn't make any sense. I, I know uh, Steve, Steve Bruce said it did in the game. He goes, we gifted their goal. Which pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Well, that's, I mean, that was like the one like clear, clear, clear cut chance. Yeah, other than that, there was nothing really. And uh, Batman took his goal super oh, well. The ball, the ball comes over the top. It's perfectly weighted. Nice. He takes a touch with his right. Yeah, and he and just he like kind of. finishes kinda, outside of his foot. Yeah, of the it was right. almost like the bottom of like. 
It almost looked the like top... he, he took too long in a way. Because yeah. the goalie came out. I, I thought they would get a touch. It was to weirdly it. hit. No, nah, it was a great but, finish. Uh, great it was finish. nice. A nice celebration, as usual. And uh, that's it. I mean, Ceballos came in. And uh, not the debut that everyone was expecting, no, I don't think. No, he looked uh, very unimpressive. Gave the ball uh, a few times. His first, his first touch. His first touch was like a backheel yeah, back flick. Heel, yeah. Straight to the opposition. Um, that continued for so a bit. So not too not sure about debut, him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just give an excuse. He was playing at Newcastle. So. Well, no, he was playing away. First game in the Premier League. It was raining, cold. You know, uh, it was it was the first game, so I'm not gonna judge him on that. It was just like I wasn't impressed by him uh, by the first <clears throat> the first game. Um, we'll see how he does in his home debut next week. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna sure. I'm not sure if he's gonna start, but we'll see about that. Um, other than that, we didn't really create, you know, many other chances. Uh, Pepe came on for his debut as well. You know, he lo- he looked uh, nice dribbling wise. But obviously, uh, didn't really do much going forward. But I think we were just trying to see out the game at that point. So um, I think that'll be it for for the for the Arsenal game. Um, and they got the three points on the road. So yeah, so a great start to the season. I can't complain, honestly. No, I mean, um, you can't dig into it too much right away. So no, there's still lots of things to iron out. We still have players coming back from injury. This is not going to be the the strongest eleven to field. So uh, still I have think players coming back from. Security watch or oh yeah, yeah that that whole debacle. Uh... So yeah, so yeah it it'll get better. Um, not worried. Home debut next week. Um, yeah, so, looking I mean, forward just to in that. terms of other fixtures that we're probably not going to touch on too much. If you could just read through some uh, scores. Yeah. Wise. So Burnmouth, Sheffield United, they got their first points. Uh, those, they tied one one. Uh, we had Chris Meffham. Center back, scoring, and Billy Sharp, who is a club legend at Sheffield United. Uh, they finish it 1-1. Burnley uh, ran riot in, like I think it was like 36 minutes. Went they scored town. three goals. On the Saints. Uh, Ashley Barnes, he got two. And Goodmanson, sorry, not 36 minutes, 12 minutes. Three goals in 12 minutes. Three goals in 12 minutes. You heard it right, Stove. The Saints were marching. Uh, the, off the Saints field. were marching back home. That's uh, pretty crazy. Palace Everton nil nil. Sounds like um, it. yeah. Sounds like a snooze fest. Schneiderlin actually had a red card. Um, oh boy. Well, I mean. Double yellow. It, it, I actually saw the red card. Um, one was a foul, and then it was like really, really sh- short after. I'm not sure if it was actually at the same time, but. Um, he got a second yellow for pretty much smacking the ground and complaining. So on the same play, I don't think so oh, okay. actually, but it was really like shortly after that. That's awesome. And I uh, love that. so yeah, he got sent off. Um, other than that, Moise Keane made his debut. Um, didn't really do much. He, he played twenty minutes. Um, other notable game: Brighton won three nothing. Away against Watford. Oh, no. Uh, Abdullahi Dukure, on goal. Uh, Florin Andone got a goal. And Neil Mopé, who was... Uh, he used to play at Nice, actually. He's like five foot four uh, or five foot six. This guy, super short, but like super quick. And he played in the championship last year. And uh, he had a very good season. 
And I think he was signed on a record, the record transfer fee or something like that. What's the plural of moose? Is it mooses? Like the big animal? Yeah, like a moose. Like one moose, two mooses. I was going to say meese. No, not meese. Mooses. But how, like, how strange is that that I was dead serious why, to say meese? Why were you saying... Why no, because like one this? mouse and one mice. And where did this come from? Well, what for? The, the moose logo. Oh! <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's a moose, all right. Yeah. They're called the moose heads. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Um... As well, we'll cover that next week. Sorry, we'll lost my train total. of thought. I'll look up m- mooses. No, because you know like a mouse and then mice. No, it, it's definitely mooses. So a moose and then meese. No, mooses. It's got to be mooses. Yeah, mooses. I can't think of... It reminds me of like Moose's Suzoko. <laughs> or Musa Dembele. Or the other Musa Dembele. Or the other or the one. The other Suzoko. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many of them. There's too many of both of them. Um, <laughs> we need a new plague. Uh, well... You know, Any we'll, other we'll see games about that. besides uh, the match of the week? Besides the match of the week, Ever uh, sorry, not Everton, Leicester, Wolves, nil-nil. So not too much Man, of a I goal fest. I was expecting a firecracker of a game. I, I love both these teams. I thought so. I think they're both going to challenge for the Europa League spots. Definitely top eight, top half the table teams. So. I mean, Leicester had 15 shots, one on target. Uh, Leic- uh, Wolves had eight shots, two on target. Um... I mean, I, I only watched the highlights of this and not too much. No, not too really much. clear-cut chances or, or well, anything. But well, look out for my boy James Madison. Yeah. With um, a fresh cut, doing his, doing his job, just being a bellow. He's, uh, he's one to watch for sure. I, I, I have him there as my uh, well, one of the, the young, young England players to break out into the national team this year. Uh, this guy's got everything to him. Uh, he could play in the right. He could play in midfield. Cam left. Cut he's, got in. The, he's got like the flair to him. Yeah. He's got the look too. Like a, he, I can he, really see him being a star. He's a baller, is what he is. I, he's like no, but he's literally yes. He's literally a Premier League baller. What do you mean, no, you say no and then you say yes. No, but like I could picture him on like uh, I could see like in England having like a like a, a Leicester all access or like a. Premier League All Access type thing, and like they just follow James Madison, and he's just like oh, a baller. Like I bet he's doing like I bet he eats like shit. shit all the time though. I, I, I bet he just has the worst diet, but still stays skinny and like has no problem. He just seems like that type of guy. I don't know if he has a, a girlfriend or a wife, but like I'm assuming he has more than one. Well, he's like twenty one years old, so that's it. So he's definitely got at least three kids. Well, yeah, I was gonna. I, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I'm like Sterling. <laughs> that what... I'm like Sterling would make the differ. Like, yeah. Well, Sterling's another baller. That's yeah. We see another Premier League baller. Like you know, like it has to be like a like an MTV Cribs Premier League edition or something. Oh, I'd love to see that. Anyways, um, before we get on to the match of the week, which was uh, the game at Old Trafford, was there any other Premier League, uh, perhaps news or just headlines or just anything you want to say about the Premier League week one? Well. I'm glad it's back and still unsure about VAR, basically. Well, yeah. Well said, Wiley. I'm also glad it's back and uh, I'm sure we'll see VAR come into play again like a, like a mistress that just won't go away, you know? Oh, yeah. Once you come clean to your wife and she just still won't get out of your life. Um, so, yeah. So, that's it for our, our Premier League little roundup. And now we're going to do our deep dive into the match of the week. So, we have Chelsea uh, taking on Manchester United at Old Trafford. Um, my note that I wrote down for this game, singular note overall, was in terms of headline, 
Man United destroy Chelsea, dot, 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 or do they? Because <laughs> you read well, this. Well said. You read this on paper. Well said. And you sir. think, yeah. And then you watch the game, and you, it's quite shocking, you the think, final score. You think absolute thrashing is what you think. Um, I'm going to pull up the stats here because, you know, in comparison, Chelsea had 18 shots, 7 on target. Manu had 11, 5 on shot, uh, on target. Uh, you know, uh, Chelsea just edged them over in terms of possession. It was slight, very even. Uh, the first 10 minutes... Well, yeah, I, and if you want to look I at mean, the game like that... What was the possession again? Final possession? It was 56%. Okay, fifty-four percent. That's Chelsea. not what it looked like on TV. I mean, if we look at the first half, I'm sure the first half was a lot more Chelsea possession. Yeah, especially the first fifteen twenty minutes or so. Well, okay, so let's just jump right into it then. The game's at zero zero. We have uh, this is the first. This is the first highlight I wanted to dissect here. We have the the Tammy Post, as I like to call it. The Tammy Post. The Tammy Post. So we it have sounds uh, like a newspaper. The Tammy Post. <laughs> yeah. Coming the Tammy Town Post, coming, brought to you by Sock Talk. <laughs> so you have Tammy Abraham's post here. So we have the corner being taken. It's cleared up. Actually, Tammy challenges Pogba for it in the <laughs> Sorry. box. That, just that name, Tammy. Yeah, well, I like it better than his last name. Oh, Abraham. Yeah, but it doesn't, oh, it sounds look, like a it doesn't biblical, look like him. Biblical. Yeah, uh, fair enough. We'll call him Tams. Yeah, exactly. Let's call him Tams. So that's it for Tams. He goes up to challenge for the header with Pogba. Pogba wins it, so he clears it. It bounces around. It comes to Kovacic, who takes an hilarious accidental touch. <laughs> the ball finds his way to Tammy, who ends up behind the defense all in one swift move. Very strange how this happened. He has a wide open shot, top of the box. He hits it across his body, across the hair, and hits the post. Crazy Beautiful, shot. crisp shot, though. Like, it's a type of shot I where was, the ball doesn't I, move, like the spin. He yeah, hits it dead. We both so, jumped. We watched this game so together. So clean. We, oh, he strikes it, it was, like uh, immaculately. 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 I think I put Clinton. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, sorry, folks. Immaculately. Um, immaculately. Sorry. Um, so that's <laughs> it. No, but he, he strikes it well. It hit the post. And I mean, I think everyone sighs, like a sigh of relief at Old Trafford. I mean... This was not the start they would have won. Oh, actually, you heard the noise that I made, and then you thought I had a heart attack. I went like, oh! <laughs> so, so that's what that was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was, I, I was, uh, fuck, it was, he came early on, and uh, I was just really surprised, you know, and he smacked it so well. Uh, and if we think about it, I mean, this, this was still pretty, I think it was around the 15th minute, just around maybe a little before. I mean, this would have changed the, the complete... Yeah. shape of the game they, we, they started quite well uh, they did Chelsea they didn't look bad at all I mean it's not even that Man U started bad like I didn't think both teams were great but Chelsea definitely created more um, but if we go on now moving towards the first goal we have uh, the ball the ball's in the final third we have Lingard picks it up he drives a bit helps the ball along to Rashford Rashford plays a ball into uh, oh sorry no the, the ball comes from Lingard to Rashford Rashford has the ball in the box, and you think he's he just always looks dangerous with the ball. I find he like, he's got those quick feet. Uh, he just he yeah. looks good too, like a tall, lanky lad. Like, <laughs> anyways, he has the ball in the box. He literally doesn't do much, and Kurt Zuma does everything yeah, and tackles just, him in a clumsy, clumsy tackle. I just find Zuma is Shocking. always well. I think he, I think he did well last season at Everton. It's just he did well in all my career the past five years. 
He was always my first signing. That 18-year-old from Saint-Étienne, always. He just always looks nervous and, like, clunky. Hey, but this was... that. No, so, honestly, basically that. Well, that's, that's a good exactly word. What it happened. was a clunky tackle. Like, Rashford didn't even, like, do a step over. I think he maybe does, like, a little instep. Anyways, not enough to warrant Zuma coming in. He comes in on a tackle where he kind of just puts his legs out and his ass down. He yeah. kind of falls on his ass. Like, it was weird. Um, and then we have the penalty by Rashford. Now... He strikes this well. Top okay, left. Just before all the expectation on Rashford this season, everyone's hoping he does well. Well, everybody's like, you know, putting the pressure on him to do well. Um, so, you know, first, first goal to be taken for the season. You put Rashford there. What does he do, Stove? He, man, he laces it. Top left on Kepa's right. He goes top corner. It was, but the way he hits it, like, he looks confident taking the penalties, and the way he hits them, you could tell there's confidence oozing out of him. It goes back to his penalty in Paris. I mean, he strikes that one not top corner, but he strikes it like more uh, level. What's wrong? No, I just want to make sure it was still recording. Oh, yeah. So you said level, and then... Keep going, sorry. So the, so the one in Paris, he, he doesn't hit it as high as this one. But, man, the way he takes it, it's very impressive for his age and his confidence. I mean... I mean, the Paris game had its own circumstance and, yeah, and situation. Yeah, much, much more pressure that game. But uh, it just, man, I, I'm so impressed by him uh, in general as a player, but also his penalties. I mean, um, that'll be a topic of the big going forward, who takes the penalties. Interesting that, I mean, maybe it's because he got tackled well, that Pogba didn't take I, it. I think he, he's, I know him and Pogba like, are the only ones who have really taken it. Uh, maybe Martial on a few occasions. But sure. to me, I, I feel more confident having Rashford take it. He just looks more assured of himself. Like I don't like I don't time. like Pogba's run up. First of all, he has like seventeen little steps. Did you still do that though? I don't know. Uh, well, the last time I saw him take a penalty, that's what he did. I just don't like that. Um, Rashford just seems like he strikes it so well. Uh, but he he doesn't take I, any I, chances. Like even no, if he, you he just the right smashes way, it. He, he's, he's beating kinda, you for pace. Anyway. He kinda, well, it's like a bit of. Ronaldo slash Lampard a bit, Lampard s just the way he smashes it. I'm telling you, Rashford reminds me of Ronaldo. The, the more same I technique, the same technique as Ronaldo though. I, but it's the way he strikes it too. He strikes it like Ronaldo. He dribbles like Ronaldo. Like he he just he's tall wearing a Man U shirt. Like tall and lanky wearing a Man U shirt. He he's got to like change numbers. I wish he was the number seven. But anyway, what number is he? Ten. Rashford is ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Marshall took back number nine, I think. Yeah, Marshall was nine. Who was nine last year? No, Marshall was nine, I think. No, wasn't he eleven? I know Zlatan was oh, nine, 11. and then oh, Lukaku was nine last year. It's true. Oh, Lukaku was nine. Okay. And then because I know Marshall had number nine, then Zlatan came, and he wanted number nine, so he took it, and he was given eleven. Marshall. So then he went back to nine went back this season. This one, because then Lukaku came. Okay. Okay. Very no, well. just curious. So now moving on, we have uh, another post by Chelsea. So we have uh, Emerson's post. So we have a cross coming in from Jorginho, of all people. So he played <laughs> a pass forward, not just a pass, a cross. Oh, very good for him, yeah. He actually does very well to spot Emerson making a run. Here, there's a little confusion between uh, Lindelof and uh, Wan-Bissaka. So we have, uh, we have Lindelof taking, I'm assuming it's Tammy there, holding the center forward spot. And Bissaka comes towards him. Misjudges like misreads the cross big time. It goes over his head, where he where he should have been. Emerson takes a touch, he smacks it. Like I'm talking a Tammy smack. Uh, he he had a a 
quite a few good shots this game too and this one he he laced he hits this the one. ball i mean the is just hoping it hits it him really it well. doesn't it smacks the top yeah. like top, well, top it's of the like post. almost a cross post almost yeah it was it was man he laced it yeah i mean emerson was, Very was all over the place i mean for for a left back he had so many shots in this game it, it do you do you funny. like emerson more than than marcos alonso i mean i i find i find him better defensively than alonso i mean and maybe not so much as like going forward, but like he, he's, I like him better. That's for sure. He's, I would probably take him now, but that's more of a recency thing. I mean, I, I don't think too highly of uh, Alonso. I mean, he actually scored on the, their trip to Old Trafford last year. Well, yeah, but like uh, it's not a. I'm not taking a left back for his goal scoring ability. I, I'm taking him for like the ability to to dribble and to be defensive as well as going forward to help and attack, but. My main concern is the defense. I, I just think Emerson's a better defender than Alonso is. I think so too, and I guess so does Lampard, I guess. I guess, yeah, it, it must be because Sadi didn't really start um, Emerson too much last year until towards the end, I guess. Maybe that's why uh, Lampard saw him towards the end of the season and he was more impressed. Maybe, I, I, I guess, in preseason as well. So we'll see if he continues uh, playing him uh, over Alonso. I mean, you gotta trust Lamp's judgment, so uh, we'll see where that goes uh, in the left back spot. Uh, moving on to the next goal, so we have the the two nil goal. Um, you have Rashford driving up the field, taking on a central position, and good things happen when he's when he's dribbling with the ball. He ends up playing the ball to Lingard. It's a little bit too far, so Lingard chases after it, plays the ball to Pereira. Pereira fake does this like little stutter fake cross. Zuma sees three of them. Gets so confused. <laughs> Pereira blasts past him, sends in the cross. Martial uh, runs onto it. He hits it. He scores, and he manages to nutmeg Kepa, which is pretty hilarious. From like just I mean, he has the net to sh- to deflect this this cross in. He ends up shooting it at the keeper. Well, he loves a nice nutmeg. Anyways, it was uh, happy it went in, but like a lucky lucky finish, I'd say by Martial. That's for sure. But a uh, great ball movement. I mean, this is uh, this is counterattacking from Man U that basically they relied on this for is, most of the season. The, the so. second half, uh, it was it was pretty much all that counterattacking. Uh, and but clinical, like, yeah, clinical I'm, counterattacking. I mean, I mean, that's what they did last year too. It's just it's how they seem to operate. They just really seem clinical. Uh, they have this the past weekend. Forward, uh, they have certain creativity. It, it it was nice to see. So Marcel makes it two nothing, and then we go to the third goal, which is. Uh, by far the best goal of the of the game. So I I just noticed um like so so for the last three goals, uh, besides the penalty, Chelsea just looked so stretched, uh, from their 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 front four so, uh, the striker the two wingers and the Mason Mount, and the first two like uh center, center defensive mids whatever. There was so much space in between, and yeah. they weren't pressing. Like the 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 first the front four attackers weren't pressing at all. So much space, and basically you have Kovacic and Jorginho. I mean, Jorginho who, not the best in transition. To too, me, so. are like two headless chickens, who don't really know. Especially running back. I mean, not the most. I mean, Kovacic is much more mobile, but Jorginho just he's got a problem in terms of like shifting. From one position to another, and I just, I just thought, uh, you know, they they just were getting run through too easily. Uh, you saw it, like the counterattacks were just 
too consistent. Like it was going forward so easily. Uh, Pogba, uh, Martial, and, and and Rashford going forward. Um, so again, the third goal. I so mean, you mentioned two of the culprits in the third goal, actually, in Pogba and Rashford. So Pogba picks up the ball, uh, slightly in his half, uh, a little bit on the right side. We have Rashford. I mean, he he, take, he takes the ball. He looks up. You have Rashford immediately makes this run, this darting run in between both center backs. He makes this run from the center circle, from the top of the center circle. He's still inside the center circle when Pogba hits this ball, hits this pass. It's a delicious ball from Pogba. It's a type of pass where he doesn't follow through. So he just connects with the ball and like holds back. So it looks like even better. A beautiful, beautiful lofted ball through. Rashford takes this touch with his right foot. He finishes it also with his right foot to the left of Kepa. It's, it's a goal that like it happens in a few seconds, like end to end, and you're like, wow, like a crazy pass. I mean, it and shows like right after Martial just scored two. I mean, uh, oh, it was quick. This, like, this, this, a minute like, in yeah. between or something. It was very, it was very quick, and I mean, it's it's a type of play where it shows Rashford's quality and it shows Pogba's quality. It, it was a good day for Pogba uh, and Rashford, of course. Um, but man, what a pass though! Like I, that well, I'm freaking out of that pass. I just, I love the no follow through too. So cool. I mean, so I guess we'll continue on Pogba, the Pogba note. I mean, he assisted another goal. Uh, Daniel James came on, and uh, a yeah. few minutes later, he he ends up getting a debut goal. But that's it. And uh, and, the, and again, Pogba's added the play. Yeah, the play is mainly Pogba, but it starts even prior. I mean, you have McTominay in his own box. He plays a ball out from his own box. Plays a short pass out wide to Pogba. Pogba is forced to sprint because it's a little bit ahead of him. He sprints to it, gets a first-time pass over to Martial. Martial like plays it back into Pogba for a one-two, and Pogba takes this from his halfway line. He drives with it to his final to the final third. And I man, I love a good Pogba drive. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he I does just, it sometimes. I just expect like, wow. I just expect it more from him because he's he very capable of a one of the best players in the Premier League and, and, and this is in at the, the end world. of the game too towards the close yeah, later stage that, of the game like to make a run like that it's, it, I, I think he, I think he manages his games well like I don't think he overexerts himself no a so lot of times saves, when they're winning he goes on these runs and yeah, collects a foul or something it's, but I, I, I think he, he's able to conserve his energy because I, I, he didn't do much in this first half um, the second half he, he no the first, he no, played, first half not much the second half he, he lit it up that's it like he, he, he was conserving it more uh, going forward, those long balls. I mean, I thought he had a much better second half than he had a first half. No, for sure. I mean, he drives with this ball from the halfway line to the final third. He plays a pass to um, to Daniel James, and he does this little stutter. And I'm not sure if he means to like fake a shot. Oh, it, that was I. I don't know, but that was really well done. I thought. Like yeah, I mean, he clearly does it on purpose, but like I. I'm not sure if it's better just to make him like to reset so he can take a better shot or if he does it on purpose to like do a stutter. <laughs> and it works. I mean, there's a deflection there, but it, it does work. I mean, he slots it home on his debut seven minutes in uh, onto, onto, the, onto the pitch. So, I mean, and it, I mean, he showed how much it meant to him too. I mean, he was uh, very happy. That's, uh, I can't say that more monotonely than that. No, but that, that's, the, that's the way to... <laughs> That's the way to celebrate a, a debut goal, you know, just passion and yeah. everybody's in it, Pure the fans, passion. the players, himself, uh, just very, very happy. I, I, I really like him, actually. Uh, he's a guy who's going to, who's kind of in, in the Man U mold of the winger. So you he know. might play more than we think, or I, more I, than others I, think. Maybe. Um, I don't, I don't quite like Lingard too much, but then 
I don't know who's really going to play in that in that cam role. Um, maybe Mata. Yeah, but even that. Or I mean, Pereira. Going for like putting it. Now. I mean, Pereira's no. paid his dues. I mean, he's been at the club forever. I mean, some loan spells and stuff. But uh, I just really like Daniel James. Uh, he he hugs the touchline and he he's quick. He seems like he does defensive work all, as well. Oh yeah. Um, seems like a proper lad. Proper lad. So I mean, he gets his goal good for him, and that's four nil uh, at Old Trafford against Chelsea. That's how the game finishes. Um, so Wally, I mean, any final thoughts on this uh, match of the day we picked? Here? I. Because I'm not gonna. One. Sorry. I got a big one, but I'll let you go first. For for uh, like an initial thought. Initial post during... Well... What's your final thought on this Man U-Chelsea game? At times, I thought both teams were super sloppy. They gave the ball away quite often, especially in the first 20-25 minutes. Yeah, it looked like a, it looked like a match week one. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea did look impressive going forward. I was uh, not impressed by them defensively. Christian I still... Pulisic, Pulisic, uh, yeah, he, he really... Didn't do much. And I just um, did like a Daniel James stutter in my mouth. Not <laughs> Pulisic. Pul- um, anyways, like he he came on like I Looked think the last twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah the he, game was already most. I mean, they, I think he came on for the two quick uh, goals like um, in succession. So like he came on at a bad time because I know the, the for sure the third the third goal the the Rashford goal. I think he was on for that. Yeah, and the, and he the was on goal. just before. So yeah, he came on to affect the game. It was already it was only one nothing at that point. Okay, so he's got the the, the three goals then. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, uh, he didn't really do much coming on. I just thought uh, their shape, Chelsea. They they were playing four two three one. They matched up Man U's shape as well. Um, How do you rate Mason Mount in his game? I thought he looked good. I thought he he looked like he, the one most he was, likely to he was cause. the most he was the most threatening. Yeah. I just think Lampard has to find. Well, I mean, obviously Kante only coming on in the second half. Um, that was kind of a big miss. Um, and I thought they looked very static. Like you yeah, said, you say four two well, three one, and it literally looked like four two three one. They they were like blocks. Yeah. They they weren't. Uh, Definitely got to change those instructions to free roam. You know? I I'm just. Uh, I thought Aspilicueta got four too much, and he got caught out a bit, uh, quite a bit. Um, not impressed with either I, I Chelsea just, I do think obviously it's the first game I'm not going to judge Lampard and I think Lampard's a good coach no, I'm going to judge Lampard when you bring it over to my turn so okay well on. let me just finish this off then apparently someone else is a bit more harsh than I am um, it's his first game I think the scoreline reflects their their sloppiness they did create quite a bit going forward two posts I mean uh, things could have changed the penalty changed things um obviously they have to you know rethink their strategy for for next week uh they're playing at home against Leicester I believe and um I'm just curious as to what if he's going to start Tams again up front uh is Pulisic going to start is Kante going to play is the defense going to be the same? So let me ask you a question. What, uh, that's what my was assessment. the one reason? Like, what's the one thing you could point out and say this is probably why they lost? This is why they lost. If there's one they're, thing, they're, you could their point front out. four were not playing uh, in cohesion with the rest of the team. Their front four did not press. Their front four were too far apart from the rest of the midfield. 
and they got caught out way too many times. Okay. So interesting. I see your point, and you're wrong. <laughs> this is why they lost the game. And it's very simple. Go ahead. We'll, and s- we'll see if I agree. I mean, it's hands down due to Lampard's attire. I mean, he <laughs> okay. was dressed horribly. Well, Lampard, he had a bit of a bender the night Frank, before. Frankie, Frank, He Frankfurt. wore the same thing he wore to that bar mitzvah. My God, Frank. I mean, it's your first Premier League game Is that in what you were going to say? Of that's... your legendary club where you're probably the best player that's come out of there. I mean, it's your first official game in charge and you dress like a bum. You, I mean, I'm not going to give him too much crap on him balding, but like, Listen, it, it, you know, that his hair is definitely thinning out. He just looked like shit. This, and he looked like your local shady loan shark, you know? I mean, he's got this <laughs> he baggy suit. He looked like a suit. bit of a gambler. Oh my God. He, this baggy suit, uh, open collar. I'm not a fan of open collar, but it just did not work. I mean, the bald spot in the bag, uh, he just looked like crap. Like, way to lead by example, you know? Like, Still a step up from the previous manager, of course. Who oh, didn't those put any oversized effort, track suits. Which is fine to, like, to hide his man titties. Yeah, but, like, but at least still, don't have a, a, a butt of a cigarette in your mouth the entire game. I mean, you the camera pans over to, to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I mean, he looks cute as a button with those piercing eyes, his cute little smile. I mean... Oh, yeah, golem just in a suit, pretty much. And adorable, you know? So, and then, man, just Lampard, like, man, pull it together. Like, how do you expect your team to perform, you know? Like, you're moving on to this brand new era, you know, uh, past Eden Hazard. And all right, all right. Fashion aside. No, not fashion aside. I mean, the players look over to their manager for instructions. Like, for all we know, he's saying, hey, front four, connect more with you. Uh, oh, be an 11. You how know? do I take this guy serious they when his pants at, are too oversized? They look at him and oversized. say, oh, my God, I can't even hear what he's saying because I just see atrociousness, atrociousness <laughs> oozing out of him. I, I, I couldn't be more disappointed than Frank. I mean, all right, all and right. he paid the consequence. I mean, he, he, he lost the game. He's down four goals already in the goal differential. Um, and it all had to do before the game even started, when he got dressed. So. Well... Maybe he'll wear a tie next week. That's it. I mean, that that's my thoughts on Lampard's attire. And I uh, I mean, I have to agree with you in terms of the, the front four. But yeah, Lampard's attire was so atrocious. Jesus. Anyways. Um, so I think that's going to wrap up our first official match of the day uh, deep dive. So I think that's how it's going to be going forward where we really take a look at the important moments. Um for the, the for the yeah for the match uh, of the, the the weekend there yeah that's it's gonna be a bit more like in this, depth in depth so a little bit of tactical analysis thrown in there for those who like that so it's kind of a little bit of everything um, I mean we like that that's why we're I think we liked it because it gives us a new it's a refreshing way to watch games like looking into it more tactically and and stuff like that going over the highlights not just curiosity but more like. Just to analyze, prepare to talk about it's it's a different it's a different viewing experience. I mean, we we yeah, that's it. I mean, we're noticing things that I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed. Have noticed uh, and it's funny because it's the there the right. whole time. It's just it's not. Yeah, we're not perceiving it like it's you, not. It's not rocket science. Like soccer's a no, very simple game, and depending what you put in, the outcome is different. You know, it's all about the inputs and with the output. So. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, week one, looking at it from a tactical point of view, I think it worked out really well. Um, I think I enjoyed it. Um, I think the the teams that won, uh, probably everyone expected to win. No surprise. Except for oh, except you, for this. This this big. I I <laughs> yeah. predicted a tie. Um, it had the making of. It a It could tie. have been honestly. It probably should have been. Um, the it's two the, posts. Yeah. 
uh, you know, take away a few chances and, and whatnot. But yeah, Zuma um, like screws his head on right. I mean, this game should have ended probably two two or even nil nil for how bad these teams were at points. No, game, no, so. this was never ending in the clean sheets for either of these. Well, yeah. except for Man U, somebody apparently. was always going to make a mistake. <laughs> but, um, I think it was a good. Uh, it was a very good opening weekend to the Premier League. The Premier League's back. Oh yeah, man! I've been waiting. Sadly, not that long because I had preseason and, and international champions cup to keep me company. But um, and Nations League and like soccer off season's not long. I yeah, know. I know, but still, like at all, I was really you know just uh, super you're excited. Lucky you're not for an the, NFL fan. A lot longer off season. Can't stand that stuff. But uh, I was I was super excited to get back. Uh, really looking forward to next weekend and really looking forward to the Serie A to start. As am I. Um, as well as other leagues, you know. But we don't care about those. Not as much. Here at Sock sure. Talk. No, it's focused mainly Premier League and Serie A. So that's it. So uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to our week one analysis of uh, the Premier League. So next week we have week two. Week two Premier League on the books. And that will be the last week of solely Premier League. Uh, afterwards in week three we'll have Serie A joining up for their week one. And soon, I mean, coming uh, up is... Uh, finalization of the Champions League groups. There's still the qualifying rounds for for some of the teams and as well as the Europa League. So Yeah, we can maybe do a bonus episode when the groups get released. Yeah, we could talk about... Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, could be cool. Preview some of the important games there. So, exactly. So that'll be, that'll be good. That about wraps it up for week one of the Premier League here at Sock Talk. So we want to thank you all for listening. And uh, what you could do to help us here at Sock Talk is like and review... Um, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, I mean, if you don't even want to do that, the one thing I will settle for, because if not, we will come after you. Because we know where you live. Yes. You know, private, private, <laughs> privacy scandals. Oh, we all see your IP addresses. Yeah, we'll talk to Zuckerberg and he'll hook us up. So uh, we just want you to tell a friend, tell someone, tell an acquaintance, tell a co-worker, uh, any soccer fan. Um, I mean, it would be greatly appreciated. I mean, this is how uh, things like this spread. And we just want to get as many listeners as we can so we, you know, we could just uh, enjoy. We enjoy putting these out. We enjoy looking at these games from analytical perspectives. And uh, so far, we're just having a blast and we want to continue it. And uh, it's always encouraging when we see people are actually listening. Um, so, yeah, once again, thank you all for listening. Uh, Wally, any final comments? Nope, just looking forward to next week, pretty much. Arsenal's playing. I'm watching. Well, that basically happens every weekend, so... Uh, Astute observation from Wally once again, and you can only get that kind of insight here at Sock Talk. So tune in next week for week two of the Premier League. Woohoo! At Sock Talk with Stove and Wally.